Hello, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. My name is Madison, and I'm the host of this podcast. It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast is a podcast where we talk about and normalize all things embarrassing because embarrassment really is fake. You can do whatever you want. You can choose whether or not you're embarrassed. You can choose whether or not something was embarrassing or shameful, and you can take that power back for yourself. So that's what we talk about on this podcast. We just talk about everything embarrassing, taboo, and a lot of the things that I've been through in life were definitely things that when I was going through them, I thought they were embarrassing or stigmatized or taboo. And so I really just created this channel to be a place where we talk about and normalize all things that need a little bit of normalization. So every Monday I do an episode called Mental Health Monday. I have struggled a lot with mental health, with anxiety and depression in my life. And so sharing about mental health and how I have been able to do a lot of changing of my mindset and really focus on healing and bettering my mental health. And so super passionate about that. Love to share with you guys. So Mental Health Monday, let's get into it. We are talking about intuitive healing this episode. So I feel like there's always maybe like different kind of buzzwords in the world of mental health where everybody's talking about intuitive healing, but what the heck even is it? Like I've been hearing this on reels and podcasts and just shows. And one thing that I've been focused on, if you guys listen to the Healed Girl Summer episode, we are trying to have a healed girl life So whenever I was hearing about this concept of intuitive healing, I was like, let's dig in. What is it? How does it show up? And how can we really learn how to heal? Okay, so intuitive healing really is healing that can be spiritual, mental, emotional, or physical healing. And intuitive healing is really a way to release what isn't serving you and bring into your life the things that are. So one way that I have been working through the very messy process of healing is trying to deal with and resolve some anger that I have in my life. And so I went through a period where just I had a lot of really challenging things happen to me kind of back to back. And I realized in that process I got really angry and I held on to a lot of anger towards a a lot of people and it did nothing but hurt me and cause myself pain. And so that's something that I've been trying to be really keenly aware of is like, who am I still angry at? Who have I not forgiven? Who am I holding on to anger to? Because if you're holding on to anger towards somebody else, that anger is going to show up in your life in some way that is probably going to be embarrassing if you choose to let it be. And one thing about me is I am really working on trying not to, like the saying, you have to heal so you can't bleed on the people that didn't hurt you or whatever that saying is, probably butchered it, but you know what I mean. I'm really working on, like if I have unresolved anger with people that are no longer in my life, not allowing that to manifest in my life because then I end up taking that anger out on people who are in my life who don't deserve that anger. And so that's something that I've been just trying to be really keenly aware of and really work towards. 
And that's something that's been really hard for me because one thing about me is I used to be kind of a vengeful person. Like if you messed with me, like I'm getting revenge. That was totally my mindset. Like, you know, three, four, 10 years ago, like very much my mindset. And now I'm trying to have the mindset of like, who cares? Let people live their life. Let people do what they need to do. You live your life. You do what you need to do. And that is all that you need to worry about. So as we're talking about intuitive healing, I want you guys to really just tune in and think about what anger are you holding on to? And yes, that anger that just popped up in your mind or that person that you're like, oh, I still hate Julie from the sixth grade. Yeah, that anger, you need to let go of that anger because how is that anger showing up for you? For me, that anger was always showing up in really just me having like irrational responses to small things that would happen. And then I would be like, ooh, it turns out that was not about that small thing. That was about the fact that I'm secretly incredibly angry at 74 people and there's no way you can go about living life like that. So healing and letting go of anger is a really big area that I've been focusing on really over the past probably like year or two. So one way that I feel like I have been able to get out a lot of my anger is through working out. So I have some days a pretty stressful job. And so some days I am just honestly angry at the world. By the time I leave work, I just, you know, back whenever I was really depressed, I would just wake up angry at the world. And then I would go to like this very stressful job where I would, you know, find more reasons to be angry at whoever else that, you know, did the wrong thing throughout the day. And then probably about two years ago, I realized like I was like caught up in this cycle. So I started going to high intensity interval workouts and I would literally work my ass off for an hour just to like have a place to basically like get out that anger and channel out that anger. And uh, that is not obviously the only way that I worked through that anger, but that was really like an immediate release for me was like, I knew I needed to be at the gym working my ass off several times a week to just like have a place to like get rid of a lot of that anger. So that's what I did probably for like the first year of like navigating this anger. And, uh, now I've learned a lot of other ways to also kind of heal. So let's talk about meditation. So you guys have heard me talk about meditation on this podcast, and I'm sure at least half of you are rolling your eyes like meditation. No, thanks. Don't want to be alone with my thoughts. And trust me, that was literally my thoughts. So I got introduced to meditating probably like a year ago, and I had a friend who brought it up and was like, let's try to meditate. And I was like, yeah, no, I've got like pretty, pretty bad anxiety. And at the time I was really struggling with depression as well. And so I was like, being alone with my thoughts, not something that I want to do, not something that sounds like a good time. So she was like, just give it a try. Let's do these 10 minute guided meditations on YouTube. I was like, oh, fine, let's do it. And guess what? Meditation, literally brain changing. And by brain changing, I mean... I have been meditating for probably about the past year, not every single day, but you know, as often as I can try to do it a couple times a week. And as I've been meditating, I've just noticed I have such a more peaceful outlook. I've let go of so much of the anger. I really don't have very much anger anymore. I really don't have much that I'm holding on to. I really don't have many people that I haven't forgiven. I don't really have, you know, 
anybody that I'm really kind of like ruminating on that like anger towards or anything like that in my life anymore. And I think meditation is a huge way that I've let that anger go. And so let's talk about some brain facts around meditation because I was doing my notes for this podcast and I was like, let me actually look up like some proof that meditation is actually really good for you. So I just did a quick little bebop into Google. What does meditation do to your brain? And you guys, first of all, all the good things. So whenever you meditate, literally your brain produces dopamine. Dopamine is the happy chemical. So dopamine gives you just kind of that happy, like euphoric rush and is something that really you need in the chemical balance in your brain. So meditation also strengthens your brain. Meditation strengthens learning and self-awareness. Meditation also increases memory and attention. And so I was really just kind of like doing a deep dive of all these different things that meditation does to your brain. And I found out one really cool fact that eight weeks of meditation can literally rewire your brain in a way that decreases anxiety, increases memory and attention, strengthens learning and self-awareness. And why the heck would you not want all those things? Because I personally am trying to be more self-aware. I'm trying to pay attention better. I'm trying to learn more. And most importantly, I'm trying to not have anxiety and anger. And meditation is a really, really good just release and way that I've found that I'm able to do this. So if you are really like, oh, I don't know about this meditation thing, just guided meditation on YouTube. I'll actually link one in the show notes so you guys can actually have one to navigate to. I'll link just a 10 minute guided meditation that I like to do. And doing a guided meditation, I think is so much less intimidating than just being like, okay, I'm going to sit in silence for 10 minutes, you know? So try a guided meditation out to do it. And if you like it, you can literally rewire your brain in eight weeks by medicate by meditating. Cool. So let's bebop on to talking about another way that you can do kind of spiritual, emotional, mental healing. Affirmations. So probably about six months ago, I started doing these affirmation videos also on YouTube. I kind of stumbled upon them, I think, maybe from the guided meditations or like something like that. I kind of stumbled upon one and I was like, oh my gosh, affirmations, who knew I desperately needed these? So if you're like, are you talking about cheesy affirmations? Like I am loved, I am strong, I am powerful. I certainly am because guess what? Most of the time we don't believe that we are loved and we are powerful and we are strong and we can do hard things. A lot of times that negative voice in the back of our mind is telling us the opposite, that we're not strong, that we can't do hard things, that we're not going to make it through this. And affirmations also can literally rewire your brain. They can, affirmations can literally replace negative thinking patterns that a negative self-talk that you might have about yourself and start to change those slowly over time to where instead of in a situation where you were like, Oh, I'm never going to figure this out. This is so hard. I'm so dumb. I'm never going to get this, you know, together. Instead, your brain is like, Hey, this is a hard thing, but guess what? We can do hard things and we're going to figure this out and we're going to get through it. 
Obviously, it doesn't go from one extreme to the other overnight, but doing affirmations has been a huge, huge way that I feel like I have been able to have a stronger sense of self-worth, have significantly less negative self-talk. And uh, one thing that uh, is also something that can happen from getting in the habit of doing affirmations is you become less defensive in challenging situations. And ooh, that's so deep. Who doesn't want to be less defensive in challenging situations? Especially, I feel like when it comes to work, like who hasn't been in a meeting with somebody who somebody questioned something about a report they did or a decision they made, and they're immediately in defense mode. They can't problem solve because they're too focused on not being wrong or being defensive or whatever it is. And if you could literally rewire your brain to, instead of being defensive, be able to say, hey, maybe that wasn't the best decision, or maybe there is a problem with this, but guess what? I'm smart enough to figure this out. I'm strong enough to work through this challenge and I'm going to come up with a good solution. And what a really big impact that can make, especially if you're a leader to be able to go from defensiveness to accountability and problem solving instead. So when we're talking about healing, I think that spiritual, emotional, and mental healing can all be done through meditation and affirmations. And so another way I think you can really heal spiritually is through prayer. So a lot of times in the mornings, whenever I'm meditating, that's when I try to do my prayer time. So basically I'll be meditating and I'll use some of that time just to talk to God. And one thing that I've been working on is in my struggles with anxiety, I have noticed that a lot of times my anxiety is the worst in the morning. So sometimes I just wake up and I'm just anxious. So if I have one of those mornings whenever I'm meditating, I literally try to visualize myself like boxing up my anxiety that I have about a person or a situation or an event that I have to go to that day and literally giving that anxiety to God of basically like, hey God, I've got this really stressful termination that I have to do today and I don't know how it's going to go, but I would really appreciate some favor. I can only control my side. I can't control how the other person reacts. So I want to give you this fear, this worry, this anxiety, and just trust that everything will work out for your good. And so that's something that I really do make an effort to do every day. Does it happen all the time? No. Am I perfect at it? Heck no. However, I really think getting in the habit of giving God source, your higher power, whatever you call, um, you know, your, your higher power, being able to give your anxieties, your worries, your fears. I really think that's such a huge way of spiritual healing. Okay, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about energy healing. So I don't know a lot about energy healing. I'm going to be honest with you guys. So I'm going to share the little bit that I do know and what I read into when I was just looking at intuitive healing. So there was a lot when it comes to intuitive healing that was talking about energy healing, that was talking about Reiki, that was talking about all these sorts of things. And I'm going to be honest. I have seen an energy healer once, and that is it. I've never done Reiki. I've never done any of those things. Um, and But I can tell you the experience that I had seeing an energy healer would so recommend. I would literally go back and see this exact same person again. I would literally do the exact same thing that I did before. That was how much I liked it and enjoyed it. So 
in April, I went on a little road trip through Arizona, Nevada, and Utah, and I went to Sedona, Arizona. And so if you guys know anything about Sedona, it is supposed to be really a place for healing. There are basically these like healing vortexes that have been used for years and years just to help people heal both mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever you need. And so me and my aunt actually went to this energy healer in Sedona. And basically what we did is we focused on life's purpose and releasing pain. And so basically like releasing anything that wasn't serving us in life and then calling in what we wanted our next chapter to be. And oh my gosh, literally. So we did a 90 minute healing session. We got to pick the vortex we wanted to go to in Sedona. And I was, I'm a short attention span girly. So the fact that literally I spent 90 minutes with this woman and we left and I was like, how was that 90 minutes? I was so engaged. I thought it was so insightful. Literally it's such a cool experience. And I definitely think that that is really a good way to be self-aware, to heal, and to really figure out like what is your heart's desire. And so I think that's a, a way that you can heal too if you give an energy healer or something like that a try. But I would say do your research. I honestly researched probably like a, for like a month before I went. Just uh, I knew I wanted to go to one of the vortexes and I knew I wanted to see a healer, but like that was all I knew. So I basically just started Googling that and then looking into different places and different people and figuring out what aligned with what I wanted and really what I was searching for. Okay, last little plug that I have here for intuitive healing You guys know I'm always going to throw in a therapy plug when I can. So I actually did therapy yesterday, and it's so funny because I was like, oh, I have therapy today. And then in my mind, I was like, man, nothing's like wildly fucked up that I need to talk to my therapist about. Like, what are are we going to, you know, connect about? And uh, of course, we did the session. We talked about so many different things. We unpacked so many different things. We connected the dots on so many things. I processed quite a bit. And that is just going to show that you don't have to be in like the most fucked up situation of your life to go to therapy, need therapy, benefit from therapy. You can literally go to therapy, like continue to go on your healing journey to continue to go when things are good. And it's really just going to increase your mindfulness, your awareness, and your ability to just talk through and process things that are happening in really just the hustle and bustle of everyday life. I think one thing that I love about therapy is honestly, I have a booked and busy girl life. I am always be bopping around doing something. I love it. However, sometimes so many things happen that I'm like, shit, I didn't even process these last like seven things that happened. And so if I have things like that, I'll always use the time with my therapist to go through those. And she always helps me just through that challenging time. So a little therapy plug there. I always think that going to therapy is a great way to heal. So uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Monday on intuitive healing. If you guys liked this episode, please subscribe to the channel. So that way you will get notifications whenever I have new episodes. 
I do do new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Mental Health Monday episodes. Friday is Faith Friday episodes. And then Wednesday is literally something different every single week, just about a current challenge that I'm going through or a lesson that I'm learning or just whatever shenanigans I got going on in life. So that is what this podcast is all about. If you guys listen to this podcast and you're like, dang, my best friend needs to hear this. My mom needs to hear this. Please share with a friend. Please subscribe. And if you feel so called, please leave a five-star review. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, happy healing, babes.